Morning prayer begins on page three. O send that thy light and thy truth that they may lead me and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. Continuing on the bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Vanity, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 75 and 76, beginning on page 431. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Yea, unto thee do we give thanks. Thy name also is so nigh, and that do thy wondrous works declare. In the appointed time, saith God, I shall judge according unto right. The earth is weak, and all the inhabitants thereof. I bear up the pillars of it. I said unto the fools, Deal not so madly, and to the ungodly, set not up your horn. Set not up your horn on high, and speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor yet from the south. And why? God is the judge. He putteth down one, and setteth up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full mixed, and he poureth out of the same. As for the dregs thereof, all the ungodly of the earth shall drink them, and suck them out. But I will talk of the God of Jacob, and praise him forever. All the horns of the ungodly also will I break, and the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling in Sion. There break he the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword, and the battle. Thou art glorious in might, when thou comest from the hills of the robbers. The proud are robbed, they have slept their sleep, and all the men whose hands were mighty have found nothing. At thy rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and horse are fallen. 
Thou, even thou art to be feared, and who may stand in thy sight when thou art angry? Thou didst cause thy judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth trembled and was still. When God arose to judgment, and to help all the meek upon earth. The fierceness of man shall turn to thy praise, and the fierceness of them shalt thou refrain. Promise unto the Lord your God, and keep it, all ye that are round about him. Bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. He shall refrain the spirit of princes, and is wonderful among the kings of the earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the tenth chapter of the first book of Samuel. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found, and now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you, saying, what shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terebinth tree of Tabor. There three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hands. After that, you shall come to the hill of God, where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you have come there to the city, that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument, a tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. And let it be, when these signs come to you, that you do as the occasion demands, for God is with you. You shall go down before me to Gilgal, and surely I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. So it was, when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. When they came there to the hill, there was a group of prophets to meet him. Then the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. And it happened when all who knew him formerly saw that he indeed prophesied among the prophets, that the people said to one another, What is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Then a man from there answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb. Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had finished prophesying, he went to the high place. Then Saul's uncle said to him, He said, To look for the donkeys. When we saw that they were nowhere to be found, to Samuel, and Saul's uncle said, Tell me, please, what Samuel said to you. So Saul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys had been found. But about the matter of the kingdom, he did not tell him what Samuel had said. Then Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah and said to the children of Israel, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, 
I brought up Israel out of Egypt and delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all kingdoms and from those who oppressed you. But you have today rejected your God, who himself saved you from all your adversities and your tribulations. And you have said to him, no, set the king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. And when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri was chosen. And Saul, the son of Kish, was chosen. But when they sought him, he could not be found. Therefore, they inquired of the Lord further, Has the man come here yet? And the Lord answered, There he is, hidden among the equipment. So they ran and brought him from there. And when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders upward. And Samuel said to all the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? that there is no one like him among all the people. So all the people shouted and said, Long live the king. Then Samuel explained to the people the behavior of royalty and wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went home to Gibeah, and valiant men went with him, whose hearts God had touched. But some rebels said, How can this man save us? So they despised him and brought him no presents, but he held his peace. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It begins the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. There were present at that season some who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans? because they suffered such things? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the Tower of Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this big tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it to fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well. But if not, after that, you can cut it down. Here ends the second lesson. 
together Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be safe from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not the Holy Spirit from us. Lord of all power and might, who art the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of thy name. Increase in us true religion Nourish us with all goodness, and of thy great mercy keep us in the same through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, 
but that all our doings being ordered by the governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. A few things about our lesson from Samuel, this ongoing narrative. Now we've they've chosen, they demanded a king and God has given them one. But it's an important it's important to notice the language that God re very reluctantly uses the word king in regard to Saul uh, at the beginning of this chapter um, where he Samuel anoints him. He anoints him a, a, a prince or a commander. Uh, the Hebrew word is Nagid which assumes a more um, someone who's leading people, but not like doing everything for the people. He doesn't have a lordship over them. And then, you know, later on, the people's language, long live the king, which is Melech, and which is like the royalty that has power to, to, to really control people. And this is a theme of God's interact with Israel. He wants to give them freedom and, and there's a real value in the Torah of individual freedom that people have within the boundaries of the Torah. Then people are free to serve God to to um, and and free and and in that uh, um, obedience to the Torah, they're protected from their enemies. It is Torah disobedience that makes Israel vulnerable. And if we notice this whole narrative every time israel has fallen into some enemy it's because of their idolatry and unfaithfulness and they repent and then they fall back into it now they say we want a king uh but the king isn't going to save them from their idolatry and unfaithfulness especially when the king himself is is unfaithful and so just that language is an important uh note we also see um in Saul, it, it's really interesting psychological study to contrast Saul as he both ascends and then descends into disfavor and rejection, just the psychological profile. He's always so concerned about what people think. He's hiding now. He's been anointed king and he's hiding. He's, he's shy. He doesn't. And, and the spirit comes upon Saul and he's now king. And it's a false humility, or now Nagid or Prince, but it's a false humility to not embrace that which God has made you. And he kind of shies away from it. Later on, we see he has a, a big tendency to react to his surroundings and to people rather than out of who he is as God's chosen. And this will contrast pretty profoundly with King David, who really does pretty much the opposite. And just getting over to our New Testament lesson, I think the common message from the Luke lesson where people come to Jesus saying, you know, did you hear about these guys that this thing happened to, the tower fell on them? You know, they must have been really bad. And, and Jesus said no. Uh, but Jesus' point is that the entire nation of Israel needs to repent. And when people come to him telling about particularly bad people who need to repent, they're skipping, they're missing the point that, you know, yeah, those that is too... You know, that happened to those guys, but unless you repent, it's going to happen to you too. Because Israel, judgment's coming on Israel, and Jesus has in his mind the Roman invasion of AD 70, which will be horrible for everyone in Israel. And this also highlights the way we always like to shift responsibility from God's call on me to, God, look at those really bad people over there, or the way we like to 
just find something to avoid the need to personally respond to the call of Jesus to repent and follow him today. And the the whole end point of this gospel lesson about let's you know let's try it again let's let's put a little manure down the ground let's give it another year and see if it bears fruit and if it bears fruit then i'm going to keep it and this is kind of the 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 metaphor of we receive the spirit we're called to respond to that prompting of the spirit with repentance and faith and bear fruit which are at the very core good works done in love good works done in the world in relationship to people beginning with the worship of god and loving others um and this is the fruit that bears witness to god's presence and when we don't do that we fall back on our own selfish kind of things just trying to survive finding out what we need to do not really paying attention to to what god is calling us to do and our lives don't bear any fruit so maybe the the end point of or the connecting point is we can't shift our responsibility to a king or to or by p- pointing how bad someone else is from what is God calling me to do today? What are the good works I'm called to do? And that's what we're supposed to go do. That's how we bear fruit. And that's how we're protected uh, from our enemies, ultimately. We'll, con- we'll finish uh, morning prayer with the intercession on page 590 of the prayer book. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. We'll pause for people to offer their personal intercessions. And do thou, the God of pity, minister to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, one about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you all for morning prayer. Have a great start of the week. Peace. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. And happy birthday, Bishop. Happy birthday, Bishop. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Have a good one.